right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about I Walked the Line today by Johnny Cash. And, I mean, honestly, there's not many more prestigious songs by Johnny Cash or country music. I Walked the Line is probably the number one song I think of when Johnny Cash is brought up. However, there's people that would say Folsom Prison Blues or Ring of Fire. However, I wanted to really talk about I Walked the Line because of the story of Johnny Cash, how it actually impacted not just only his life and the progression of everything going on in his life, but how it actually was not a complete viewpoint on Johnny Cash. So we're about to dive into it. So we're going to first talk about when Johnny Cash was in the Air Force. And when he was in the Air Force, he actually started his first band, right? This band was very, uh, I guess, outlandish in a way. This is something that you don't really hear about much. So this band was called the Landsberg Barbarians. He was stationed in West Germany. So he was offered this tape recorder, and they recorded them singing on this tape recorder. It's got a reel on it. So if you put in this reel backwards, it's going to play your tape or your recording backwards. And Johnny Cash, of course, being new to this technology, put it in there backwards and heard this haunting guitar sound, very spooky, like a spooky church song was quoted as Johnny Cash describing this song sound when it was played backwards. And essentially, when it was played backwards, he found the melody for I Walked a Line way, way before he actually recorded in the 50s. So, that is the origin story of I Walked the Line. And this backwards guitar playing was the progression of the unique chords within the song, which were simple in structure. A little small effect. Cash just gave in a lot of deferred lyrical writing stories, the origin story. Some will say that it was written in Shreveport, Louisiana. Others say it was in Gladewater, Texas. However, the Gladewater, Texas usually is the one that's given a lot more merit because it's been backed up by a phone interview. And his tour mate and label mate at Sun Records, which we will talk about later in the uh, podcast, Carl Perkins encouraged him to adopt I Walk the Line within the song to be the simple but yet very predominant title of this track. So, you know, Johnny said that it took around 20 minutes to write. And he wanted the lyrics to say about how true. Now, Cash in most songs follows this simple narrative, right? And he was just talking about marital fidelity, personal responsibility, and avoid temptation and criminal behavior, right? to his new wife, who he just married at 22 in 1954, Vivian Liberto, while he was on the road. And they actually had a daughter, Roseanne, which was born 10 months later. However, if you know anything about Johnny Cash's story, especially if you've watched the 2005 movie King Phoenix and Reese Witherspoon, you would know that uh, Johnny Cash did not walk that line. He didn't just toe the line, he stepped over the line a lot. Which makes the song very interesting. And of course, everybody knows the whole June Cash uh, affair, of course, the divorce, 
of Vivian. It, it was very crazy to think about because if sometimes life is very uh, not linear. And a line is linear, right? Walking a line, you have point A to point B on a line. Especially if you're talking about line segments and stuff that you learned in math class. However, if you're really thinking about life, it is not a linear path. There's way too many ups and downs and uh, throwing upside downs. Just all kinds of different stuff. So I walked a line that's not very easy to say when it comes to not just marital issues, but life issues, right? So, Johnny Cash become the front man of the Tennessee Two, right? And these Tennessee Two, Marshall Grant and Luther Perkins initially worked as mechanics. And Cash was introduced to them by his brother when he was discharged from the Air Force. Cash become the front man of the group, and actually they met the owner of Sun Records, Sam Phillip, in 1955. They began recording under the Sun label, right? And, of course, there's all the stories about how the song was essentially written. But, however, it was recorded at Sun Studios in Memphis, Tennessee on April 2nd, 1956. And Cash initially played the song at a very extreme slow tempo, intending it to be like a ballad. And this song is very close to Cash's heart, so you have to understand when the label boss came up to him and asked him to do a faster version, which worked a lot better, admittedly. However, Cash was not very warm to the idea. And that ended up being the version that got pressed in 1956 on May 1st. Cash grew to actually like the untempo recording when it was met with the success, right? However, with the success became a lot of uh, obstacles when it comes to walking the line for Johnny Cash. Of course, Sun Records had some of the most prestigious artists of all time, and you have to think that he toured with Elvis Presley, who attracted, you know, a few females. People loved Elvis, especially females. And with this, he found it very hard to walk the line, as Elvis, of course, would be not necessarily the most best person to put Johnny Cash under his wing when it comes to staying loyal to the one that he loved. And, on top of that, drug abuse, as Elvis has been, of course, you know, predominantly talked about being struggling through substance abuse, right? And... With a stable amount of stars, including Carl Perkins, Jerry Lee Lewis, and Elvis Presley, Sun Records merged blues, rock, country, and gospel all into a certain sound. And, of course, Cash would be the most country of the artists, which, admittedly, would uh, strike Jack Clements, or Clements, who worked with Cash, talked about how he was very unimpressed with Cash. But when I Walked the Line was recorded, it was a very classful recording. I mean, this song's very prestigious and not just the country charts, but the pop charts. It reached in the top 100 of the pop charts. So, of course, in 2005, a biography film titled The Same Thing, I Walked the Line was released. And it really showed how it, uh, how Johnny Cash didn't necessarily walk the line, right? 
And Johnny Cash, towards the end of his life, reinvented himself as an alt-country rock singer. He covered people like Soundgarden, like Rusty Cage, Nine Inch Nails. However, over half a century of material to pick from, I Walk the Line usually always is one of the go-to songs, right? The reason I think that it's so popular even to this day is not only is it a extremely well-written song with a great beat, it's got the freight trade rhythm common in most of Cash's songs. And this was the style that Cash and the Tennessee 2 had come up with that really gave them that unique sound, right? It's what really made Johnny Cash Johnny Cash. But when we're really looking at this whole persona of the song, how it was written, how it influences country music artists today, there's not many people out there that don't know what I Walk the Line is or was. This song has a air about it. Just how Elvis Presley has an air about him. It's Johnny Cash is like Elvis Presley of country music, right? Elvis Presley is the king of rock and roll, so therefore most people would view Johnny Cash as the king of country music, right? And some will say Bob Willis is, and then there's that big debate. However, if we're talking about absolute icons that treaded not just country music, but just universal music of all time, Johnny Cash is like one of the most prestigious country music icons of all time. There's not many times when you walk into like a Walmart and you can find, if you're looking at like Pink Floyd, is one of those bands of rock that just tread through time. Everybody loves Pink Floyd. Johnny Cash also has t-shirts just like Pink Floyd and Soundgarden do at Walmart. And one thing that we don't really look at in the grand scheme of things is how much of a human Johnny Cash was. Because we usually, we look at our artists, our people that we really look up to, and we sit there and idolize them. We talk about how great their music is. We like talking about how their life was glamorous, how they got to travel around, sing the songs that they really love with the people that really enjoyed them. But we really didn't get to see those dark moments that, you know, like a movie like I Walk the Line, which came out and really showed us those dark dangerous moments in Cash's life, we didn't see those at the time. Of course, I didn't because I wasn't born yet. I was born in 98. However, if we're really talking about the grand scheme of things here, Johnny Cash is human just like us. Therefore, we should treat him just like that. And if there's anything that we know about life is life is tough. And holding ourselves to a certain standard in regards to not just ourselves but other people in regards to marriage drugs anything is really difficult to do and I walked the line is talking about doing the walking but you've always heard the famous thing of I walk or you walk the walk if you talk the talk well I walk the line does the talking part but are you actually walking you know, you can sing about walking, but did you actually walk? And Cash, towards the later parts of his life with June, walked that line. But when he initially put that recording out, he did not walk the line at all. And that's what I really find 
interesting about country music is that we are human just like they are. Therefore, they are so raw with their songwriting. And walking the line is hard to do. And then when you're put on the national lifestyle that you are as an artist and being out and being encouraged to do, you know, sinful things every single night. Cheat on somebody. Do that cocaine. Do that meth. Do that heroin. You know, it's it's crazy. And I think that's what country music does so well is we don't judge people based upon their past experiences. We are there with their past experiences. We are put in their shoes. And when you hear the song like Hurt by Johnny Cash, you're there hurting with him. You're learning about him, hurting with him, and just being with him or being him. You put yourself in the shoes of that person. So I Walk the Line is not necessarily able to put yourself in Johnny Cash's shoes because he wanted to be loyal. He wanted to stay loyal to his wife on the road, but it was something where it really wasn't possible almost. It was going to be really hard to do in the first place. There ain't no doubt it was going to be hard. However, it turned out to be almost nearly impossible. And you could say that it actually worked out to be good for Johnny in the long run because June Carter actually got him cleaned up and got him to enjoy life last little bit. Of course, he may have shortened his life with all the abuse that he had in the past. However, you know, he got to actually live I Walk the Line towards the later part of his life, which is beautiful. It even though it may have been later in life, he was able to walk that line. And that's what really gets me when it comes to songs like this. They're true, they're raw, however, sometimes they're not easy to follow. Other times, they're super easy to follow. But country music in itself walks a line. It walks that line of what's good and righteous and what's wrong and devilish in nature. And that line is minuscule, almost transparent, walking that line. And I think if you look at it from face value of I Walk the Line, talking about marital, talking about drugs and stuff, sure. But it's deeper than that if you really sit there and think about it. And that's what I really truly appreciate about country music is you can take stuff for the forefront. You can take it at face value, sure. But if you look into the deeper part of what it is, what it truly means, that is the root of country music. And I Walk the Line has got such a historical background because not only does it have elements of, you know, the whole story aspect, then you have like the talking about how it was made in 20 minutes, how he would used to put a piece of paper or rumored to be a dollar bill underneath the guitar to make the strumming of the guitar, how he would hum because A, point A would be that uh, that's how he tracked the chord progression was the humming that's become so iconic, and B, it was actually talking about a doctor that he remember growing up that used to hum all the time. There's a lot of lore 
behind country music. And it's easy to sit here and dissect it, but the problem is we don't truly know in the grand scheme of things the actual truth. We can only talk about what we know. And when it comes from multiple stories from the source, that's when it becomes kind of difficult. But it's not that he wants to be untruthful. It's just he has a hard time remembering those times because he was not in the best of uh, minds. He may have been having a great time. Don't get me wrong. But when it comes to reflecting and sitting there and thinking about the past, remembering the past ain't so easy when you've been under the influence of stuff for a while. There's certain stuff that you might remember being correct that wasn't. And Cash is just one of those icons. So that's why I've talked about the multiple different stories. And I think that I Walk the Line is such an amazing, encompassing thing of not just being a part of the pillars, like the first pillar, the second pillar, and the third pillar. It talks about the true grit, the truthfulness of what it means to be country music. Because being country music is not about being perfect. It's actually about being imperfect. Being a human being. I feel like more than less than anything. Because a lot of times when you're listening to like other genres, they don't humanize themselves. They try to unhumanize themselves a lot of times. Like They try to seem like they're the icon. But when it comes to country music... They're actually pointing out, like, an instance, like, Cody Johnson in his human song. Like, he's talking about, yo, I'm human like everybody else. Like, don't try and say that I am perfect, because I'm not. And listen, if there is more of an example of someone being imperfect in country music, it would be Johnny Cash, and not because of his music being imperfect, because his music is flawless. It's one of those guys that you can sit down and listen to a lot of albums and you can find new songs all the time that you really like. That follows that train rhythm beat that him and the Tennessee 2 made that just is iconic. But if you're looking for a man who went through the trials and tribulations of life, that's been through the dumps, the bad, the good, the in-between, there's no one better than Johnny Cash in history of country music. There might be better examples that have been through worse things, sure. But when it comes to just being iconic and being through those gritty parts of life, that's it, man. And it worked out good for him in the end. I mean, not necessarily, you know, having Drew Carter pass away and then him being hurt and singing some really good songs at the end of his life. But I think, you know, country music, you can sit down, have a career in country music, sit down, reflect on it, be like, you know what, I sang songs about me, how my life was, the good and the bad, and I can sit here and be like, you know, it's been a good life. It may not have been an easy life, but it was a good life. I may have not had always good times, but I'll always cherish and remember those good times. And that's what country music is to like about to me sometimes. It, it kind of changes day to day. Sometimes it's about sorrow. Sometimes it's about happiness. But if you look about it in the grand scheme of everything, I think country music is just about being in life and 
dealing with life as it comes. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And that's it. And I Walk the Line does such a great job about it. And you can sit here and talk about the history of I Walk the Line. You can talk about the different beats. You can talk about the lyrical components. You can talk about what it means deeply. You can talk about the first marriage, the second marriage. You can talk about a lot of things. But when it comes to I think that talking about Johnny Cash's actual life and how he dealt with walking his line is about the best way that you can talk about I Walk the Line because he is trying to walk a line that is point A to point B. However, he's in a life where it's point A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, and O, P, P squared, P cubed, you know, it's not a straight singular line. So that's where I Walk the Line why I enjoy it so much. And of course, it being one of the most prestigious songs of all times, it stayed number one for, I think, a year, a whole year, and sold over two million copies back in the day. That is absolutely mind-numbing. Because it's easy to get, you know sales these days because you can just pull up Apple Music, boom, I'm going to pre-order this album one year before it even comes out. It comes out and you got it. But talking about someone that you actually have to sell vinyl or CDs or records and not have the streaming platforms, you don't have social media, you don't have anything, all you have is your merit to your name and sell 2 million copies, that's freaking ridiculous. That is amazing. And that's why I really appreciate Johnny Cash and I Walk the Line because not only was he breaking barriers in music, but he was breaking barriers when it came to sales. And sales aren't everything, but when it was getting sales being exactly who he was or trying to be who he was, that's what really makes it for me. That's why it's the embodiment of country music. And it's not necessarily the easiest thing to say, you know, Johnny Cash, I Walked the Line is the number one embodiment of country music because there's certain songs that hit different, different days where I feel like, oh, this song really means a lot to country music because of this, this, and this. But when it comes to I Walked the Line, I think that you cannot find many other songs in country music lore and history that uphold the roots of country music like I Walked the Line does, so... I don't really, I'm sitting here looking at the time period, or not necessarily the time period, but like the time that I've talked about it, and I've only talked for about 24-ish minutes about I Walk the Line, and I could sit here and ramble about the history, the chord progression, the lyrical components and everything, and I will read the lyrics to you, but I'm not going to analyze them like other songs because I feel like it's very baseline. But just think about the strength of these lyrics as I read them to you. Right? So here we go. I keep a close watch on this heart of mine. I keep my eyes wide open all the time. I keep the ends out for the tie that binds. Because you're mine, I walk the line. I find it very, very easy to be true. I find myself alone when each day is through. Yes, I'll admit I'm a fool for you. Because you're mine, I walk the line. As sure as night is dark. I keep my mind on you all the time. As sure as night is dark and day is light, I keep you on my mind both day and night. 
And happy as I've known proves that it's right because you're mine. I walk the line. You've got a way to keep me on your side. You give me cause for love that I can't hide. You give me cause for love that I can't hide. For you, I know I'd even try to turn the tide because you're mine. I walk the line. That is four stanzas with refrains in the middle. Four stanzas. I even think of songs that are like nine stanzas long. That have had multiple chord progressions and stuff. Long solos in between. However, I Walk the Line is just that. Very simplistic in nature. However, when it comes to the deepness of the lyrics, how strong they are, that is its true vocal point. And a lot of older country music used to be short. Um, for instance, I'm doing a discography deep dive of the next artist. Spoiler alert of Farron Young. Farron Young's one of those artists that I really feel like does not get the attention that he deserves throughout the years. However, when you're going through Farron Young's catalog, there's a lot of songs that A, they get repeated a lot in different releases and stuff, and B, they're short songs. They're a minute, two minutes long. They're not very long songs. However, you know, the deepness of the lyrics, you know, they they can be there or they can't be there. Like, Hello Walls has a very deep meaning to it. And it's talking about, you know, like the windows and the doors and all kinds of stuff. And when you're talking about, like, Wind Me Up, songs like that, that really doesn't have that deep meaning. However, it does have that relatability factor. And I feel like I Walk the Line is short, but it's relatable and also has the deepness of the lyrics. So that's what really blends I Walk the Line above other songs around those times. And of course, it's Johnny freaking Cash. I mean, there's not many people that don't know when he goes up to the microphone and says, you know, hi, my name's Johnny Cash. I mean, that's just iconic. And if there's any song that I would recommend to anybody start out listening to, is I Walk the Line is usually in my top five recommended you know, it's very baseline, but yet very deep. And that's what I really, truly appreciate about I Walk the Line. So, I think I'm going to actually wrap this episode up right there. I feel like that's a good place to have it. So, I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, this episode was a little bit around the place, I guess. You know, it wasn't necessarily so structured as other ones. This was me just sitting down, kind of shooting the breeze with you guys, talking about I walked the line because I didn't want to necessarily make it as structured as some of the other ones like Poncho and Lefty. Most people know about Poncho and Lefty and everything. But when it comes to the lore behind I walked the line, it's not just as easy as that line, you know. So thank you guys for listening. It's been an honor, a privilege. Of course, email me in the description. Let me know how I'm doing if you enjoyed this episode. If you guys would not mind, check out the merch. Just look at it. I mean, uh, the shirts, hats, and stuff, good quality. Um, I really enjoy putting those out. And, uh, of course, I'm not going to be like, yo, please buy. Please buy me something. I'm poor. But, I mean, I just think that it's a good way, if you do enjoy the podcast, that you can wear it and talk about it and maybe influence a life or two, you know? And that's why I wanted merch myself. Uh, You know, I can buy it and then wear it around and someone asked me about it i can be like yo this is my podcast whatever so 
I hope you guys really enjoy. Leave me a review, if so. And I will see you guys later in a later episode. Take it easy. As Travis Tripp would say, in the Eagles before. But, of course, Travis Tripp. It's a cover I really like. And keep country music alive. See you. Peace out. Goodbye.